GM friends, LFG Wagme, Dior, NFA. Welcome to Exploring NFTs. I'm your host as always, OC Collins. Let's get to it. So we're here. Just got back from East Denver yesterday. It was amazing weekend. Interesting. I guess in the past, they gave out about three to 5,000 tickets last year or at the last event. And this year they gave out 15,000. So to get into the main hall, to the main, what was called the castle, it took, man, an hour to get in there. It's the first time I've waited in an hour line in, I don't know, at least 10 years. So it's uh, <laughs> not something I usually do, but was definitely worth the wait. But let's just start out with saying how it started out. So I applied. It was one of the few conferences that have uh, happened recently that didn't cost anything, but you did have to apply to it. So I just told them what I was doing in the space, applied, got in, got a ticket. It was free. Got my ticket to go out to Denver, my plane ticket, so on and so forth, hotel. Once I got there and got into registration, it was an interesting scene, I would say. So you had to get tested to make sure you were negative for COVID. It was done in a little bit different of a way. It was a group setting. So you come up to a little bar table that had uh, four other people and we all would stand there and wait for instructions. We would all do it together, not to each other, to ourselves, but uh, swab ourselves, put in the little vial, shake it up, do the drop. And then we would all have to stand there together for seven minutes to wait to get our results. And then we would hold it up in our hands and show the results to the guy with the bullhorn, put it inside a nice little Ziploc hazardous baggie and give it to the person, show them that uh, you are negative. So once you went inside, you got to get two uh, buff coin that they put onto your MetaMask. So after you got your wristband, you would go over to this area that they would show you how you could scan the QR code and to get the two uh, buff coin that you could use at the food trucks that they had set up. So it was really dope. They had the castle, the main venue spot, and outside was maybe 20 food trucks of every type of food you could think of. And one token was one meal. So they gave you two free meals for a free event. Never had that before. And I'm not talking about like little cheese and crackers, but like, again, 20 different food trucks. You get one of their meals for one token. So I got two free meals. Really dope. Really appreciated it. So next time or in the future, if I get a free coin and I see a line like that, Get your food from the food truck before you wait in line so you have something to do while you're waiting for 30 minutes to an hour to get into Ethan or another popping crypto event that gives you free tokens to get free shit. Get the free shit first, one, before the good shit's gone, and so you have something to do while you're waiting in line. All right, so after the hour wait, Friday night, got in there, got to see some great people, saw the governor of Colorado speak for a moment. That was cool. I've been to a lot of different trade shows and conferences in different industries. And usually when someone from the government is there speaking, it's rarely the top, top person. It's usually their deputy or their assistant or their secretary or someone speaking on someone's behalf on someone's behalf. Or this was the actual guy. It was the governor of Colorado. So that was definitely cool. He was uh, doing his first digital state of Colorado address. And then later that night, the big name of the entire space they had uh, Vitalik Buterin, which was like, man, to hear Vitalik speak in person was a really special thing. Just to hear him, what he had to say in the space. My favorite part from it was uh, 
kind of right now when you have to click through, you say, I am not a robot, and you do some kind of task to show that you are not a robot. So he pointed out that in this future where, yes, we're Nana, you might not know my real name or someone's real name or face, there still needs to be a way to prove that they are a human. So he said uh, the phrase proof of humanity, and I love that. So instead of clicking, I am not a robot, you have to do something to prove your humanity, to prove who you are, or at least to prove that you are a human. And then from there, you can take your anonymous pseudonym or whatever you would like to. So that was definitely a great concept. And then for me, just watching the space and seeing, I would say he's a rock star, past a rock star, scientist, a genius. Probably we haven't seen someone like him since Einstein. So just listening to him in the space and then watching the room of, let's say, three, 4,000 people all listening on pin drops to everything he had to say. For me as a designer, as my background, again, I'm always observing my environment and the people in it. So to watch people in the room that more or less their whole life is built around Ethereum in some way, when the guy who is maybe the major part of creating Ethereum is speaking, you see the whole room look up as if, I don't want to say a walking god, but Definitely a rock star, something on the level of the Beatles or Michael Jackson or Steve Jobs, uh, Bill Gates, maybe to some people. So I think it was that part to me was one of the most interesting, fun parts of the whole event was just observing the space. Because at this point, it's not mainstream, but the audience that was there, the people that are a part of it, it's not just as they would say DGENs. It's everybody. It's moms, it's dads. There was whole families there with 10-year-old kids, teenagers, housewives with tons of plastic surgery. There was every type of person was there. It still definitely is a, a space that is majority white. So if that's 60 or 70%, it still is majority. Maybe it's 80, maybe it's 90. But you definitely do see a great mix of that other 10, 20, 30% of people from different industries, from different walks of life, just totally different styles. Again, for me as a designer, just looking at everybody, what they're wearing. Usually when you go to a conference or a certain industry, there's a there's an unspoken dress code. But there, there was no dress code. Everything was being worn. The amount of stickers and swag and free t-shirts, I, <laughs> I haven't seen that many in a long time at a, in an industry or some kind of trade show. So definitely was a hyping up the whole space with everyone getting free stuff because, let's admit it, everyone likes free stuff. All right, what were some of the other standouts of ETH Denver? ETH Denver, baby. One, yes, you had the Dogecoin McLaren sitting outside of where you would register, catching everybody's eye. When you see a car that has a thousand little dog faces staring at you crazy, you definitely take notice. And when you know what that represents, some people are super cool to other people. I guess it was a, a showing of uh, money and status uh, that they don't like. Cause you know, this is a very, the core people who have built up uh, the crypto space are definitely evangelists on decentralization and changing the paradigm on status and, and what that means exactly. But to me as a car guy, it was freaking cool. It was, uh, I don't want to say it was ugly, but it was ugly. But I, I like people that do things that they're confident with. And it was a ladies car, which I think is super cool because you don't see too many ladies with supercars. After that, yeah, just meeting people. Again, this is definitely an industry where, and a space in general that people are sharing everything. They're not trying to keep everything to themselves. 
So if you ask someone or start talking to them, you're going to find out 99% of everything that's happening in the project or the world that they're in, if you ask them. And a lot of people were asking questions to each other and trying to find out uh, what's happening in other people's space, how, how we can work together. Wag me was definitely the feeling. I would say that was a, it's wag me season, it's wag me year. So that was in full effect at East Denver. And it was definitely a dope space because at the bottom floor, you had all the speakers and the main stage with 500 seats in it and then standing room for another. As many people at the last night after uh, Vitalik was speaking, the fire marshal came through and was very close to uh, shutting it down because they were pushing capacity. But again, it was a cool show sign of um, from the government that they weren't trying to shut down this space because plenty of times when governments don't like what you're doing or the culture that you're promoting, they'll find ways like the fire marshal to shut you down. So from there, you'd go upstairs and it, the space was built on almost like a each floor was connected through a ramp that you just would connect from one floor to the next. And on the second floor, you had booths set up with different Web3 and crypto companies looking to hire people, looking to offer their services. A lot of crypto exchanges, some of the new L2s coming out were there in presence. Polygon had a great presence there, had some great swag. Sorry, Polygon, but the cool lighter that you gave me, the airport did not let me take it through. They looked at it like it was some kind of a stun gun or something. It was, a, I guess they called a plasma arc lighter. So in the future, if you get a plasma arc lighter from someone as a free goodie, don't take it on the plane with you, even no matter how cool it looks. Don't take it because it's just going to hold you up in line. All right. So after that, you go up to the other floors. There was lots of cool digital art everywhere. NFTs, cool performance areas where there was DJs playing and other music, as well as just great art installations that uh, you would walk through with lasers and other type of just really visually stimulating areas. I definitely felt like will be the art and museum spaces of the future, not even of the future, of the now and the next decades to come, because it was very immersive. It was a space that I felt curiosity. Every time I would come around the corner, come into another room, it had a totally different vibe and a totally different feeling to it, which is always something that you want. And I think that's why in general, NFTs, crypto, Web3, is having such a surge because it uh, sparks that curiosity inside of you. Because once you learn a little bit, you realize that there's this whole other level. And then every level you hit, you realize there's another one after that. And that's that part that humans love. We love curiosity. And when curiosity can also give you some financial value and some uh, profits, I think you have a, a big time winning game. All right. So some other things in ETH Denver. We had the, uh, so I wish I would have realized sooner that the other stages, the other venues were, you know, a little bit more intimate. And for me, when I really want to learn and take in the information that's, you know, happening in front of me, I don't want to be in a room of 5,000 people. I'd rather be in a room of 100 people or 80 or 50. So I went and saw a, a panel that was hosted by G Money. I'll talk about it in a future podcast, but my first NFT conference was at metaverso in puerto rico hosted by g money uh, he's been a part of the collabs with uh, adidas originals as well as the prada collaboration uh, for their nfts he's really moving the space forward and i uh, love what he does and uh, the information he gives out his podcast is called the cutting edge with g money you only see him in any type of online world you only see his uh, crypto punk 
It's a great looking punk. I think it represents him well, having met him in person. A uh, great guy. So his panel just talked about NFTs, where they're going in the future, what we can expect from it, and definitely some great information. Swan Seat was on there. She's a great woman in the space, working on a lot of great projects. She's come from she comes from Nike and a few other big industry leaders. So I think whenever you have people that were industry leaders, especially their minorities, women, ethnic minorities and different, that's really powerful. That's what we need as someone who is a minority myself, being black and white. It's always about bringing and trying to find more people like you. And because everybody is like us, but when you're a minority, you know that part of, of being the outsider. And this is a space for the outsider. I encourage everyone to come. Everyone is embraced. People that sometimes look different just don't know how to find people that look different from them and bring them in. The people that they know look like them. It's not anything malicious. So again, seeing the space, yes, it might be 60, 70% white guys at the event, that other 30, 40% was so incredibly diverse and beautiful and interesting. It really gave me uh, hope and joy and just was like a very satisfying feeling when you walked around and felt the energy that was there. It was 100% crypto season in full effect. So I wasn't able to stay there for the closing ceremony. Wish I would have. I have a daughter and family at home, but it was a major laser was closing it out. Definitely were some great little clubs and events going on afterwards. It seemed like everybody in Denver knew about the event happening because when you have 15,000 people come into your city, you definitely see, whoa, this is something real. This isn't just something on the fringes anymore. So the whole impact that it had, I think, to that city, that area, and even the people that were there, because some of them might be double OGs, triple OGs, or brand new, never been to a crypto conference. And it just got into NFTs in December. And whoever was there, they felt the energy of the space, the, the momentum. That's how I would put it. There is definitely, with Ethereum, there is unstoppable momentum. People call it a layer one, but it's not a layer one. It is a layer zero. Everything else will be built on top and around the layer zeros. People think of one as first, but there's always a foundation that is underneath. And that's Ethereum. All right, with closing that out, we'll be going over some of the top hits, the number one to 10 top crypto slam, the top people in the space. I say crypto slam because that's where I go to. That's my go-to spot. So when we'll look at that a little later on, it looks like there's tons of new people on the space, which I love. I wonder how any of that might have been connected to ETH Denver. There was lots of minting going on, lots of talking, lots of marketing. And when I say marketing, I just mean Good old word of mouth, people talking. I was in line for an hour and I had three people come up to me to hand me QR codes if I wanted to check out their NFTs or to mint one. Oh yeah, I definitely got a dope homies uh, swag piece and dope tote bag that were super limited. So from standing in line for an hour, I got a tote bag that, you know, over the next uh, 24 hours walking through the event, I got 10 people asking me where I got that bag from because they weren't just giving them out at the table. So sometimes there are pluses to waiting in line. And as always, enjoy the journey. Don't worry about the destination. So in that way, I, I did enjoy my time in line because I only talked to the people around me and got to meet new people in the space. All right, everybody. Enjoy your day. We'll talk a little later on. Peace out.